Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the third episode of the Grabcast. Now, I don't exactly know what happened, but... In, in last night, y'all just fucking blew up. I was looking at the sti statistics, and, uh... We went from around maybe three, four views to, uh, like, twenty. And I'm grateful as hell. I just want to say that now. Thank you. Now then, off to the actual facts. Today we'll be talking about the Atlantic Blue Crab, or Chesapeake Blue Crab. Calinectus sapidus, from the Greek Cali, beautiful, nectus, swimmer, and Latin sapidus, savory. The blue crab, Atlantic blue crab, or regionally as the Chesapeake blue crab, is a species of crab native to the waters of the western Atlantic Ocean and the Gulf of Mexico, and has been introduced nationally. Scientific classification. Kingdom, Animalia, Phylum, Anthropodia, Subphylum, Crustacea, Class, Malacostra, Order, Decapoda, Inforder, Brachiora, Family, Portadina, Genus, Calinectus, Species, C. sapidus. Binomial name, Calinectus sapidus, Raptus, or Rathburn, 1896. C. sapidus is, is of significant culinary and economic importance in the United States, particularly in Louisiana, North Carolina, the Chesapeake Bay, Delaware, and New Jersey. It's the Maryland State Crustacean, and that state's largest commercial fishing. Calinectus sapidus is a decapod crab of the swimming crab family Portidae. The genus Calinectus is, distingu is distinguished from the other portadid crabs by lack of an internal spine on the carpus, the middle segment of the claw, as well as by the T-shape of the male abdomen. Blue crabs may grow to a carapace width of 23 centimeters, or 9.1 inches. C. sapidus individuals exhibit sexual dimorphism. Males and females are easily distinguished by the shape of the abdomen, known as the apron, and the color difference in the celibates, or claws. The abdomen is long and slender in males, but wide and rounded in mature females. A popular pneumonic device is that the male's apron is shaped like the Washington Monument, while the mature females resembles the dome of the United States Capitol. Claw color differences are more subtle than apron shapes. The immovable fixed finger of the claws in males is blue with red tips, while the females have an orange coloration with purple tips. The female's abdomen changes as it matures. The immature female has a triangular-shaped abdomen, whereas the mature females is rounded. Other species of Calinectus may be easily confused with C. sapidus because of the overlapping ranges and similar morphology. One species is the lesser blue crab, C. similis. It is found further offshore than the common blue crab and has a smoother, granulated carapace. Males of the lesser blue crab also have molded white coloration on the swimming legs, and females have areas of violet coloration on the internal surfaces of the claws. C. sapidus can be distinguished from another relative species found within its range, C. ornatus, by number of frontal teeth on the carapace. C. sapidus has four, while C. ornatus has six. The crab's blue hue stems from a number of pigments in the shell, including alpha crustacinine, which interacts with the red pigment, astexanine, to form a greenish-blue coloration. When the crab is cooked, the alpha crustacinine breaks down, leaving only the astacinine which turns the crab to a bright orange-red color. Calinectus sapidus is native to the western ridge of the Atlantic Ocean, from the Cape Cod to Argentina, and around the entire coast of the Gulf of Mexico. It has recently been reported north of Cape Cod and the Gulf of Maine, potentially representing a range expansion due to the climate change. 
It has been introduced via ballast water to jet to the Japanese and European waters, and has been observed in the Baltic, North, Mediterranean, and Black Seas. The first record of the European waters is made, was made in 1901 at Rochefort, France. In some uh, parts of its, of its intruding range, Cisapnus has become the subject of crab fishery, including in Greece, where the local population may be decreased as a result of overfishing. The natural predators of sea sapodus include eels, drum, stripped bass, spot, trout, some sharks, humans, cow nose rays, and whiptail stingrays. Sea sapodus is an omnivore, eating both plants and animals. Sea sapodus typically consumes thin-shelled bivalves, annelids, small fish, plants, and nearly any other item it can find, including carrion. Other sea sapodus individuals and animal waste. Cisaptis may be able to control populations of the invasive green crab, Carnicus manus, if numbers of two species are negatively correlated, and C. manus is not found within the Chesapeake Bay, where Cisaptis is most frequent. Calinectus sapidus is, is subject to a number of diseases and parasites. They include a number of viruses, bacteria, microsporotines, cellotides, and others. The nephrotine worm I'm not even going to try to pronounce that. I'm sorry, but I would. Commonly parasites see sapidus, especially females and older crabs, although it has little adverse effect on the crab. A trimato that parasizes C. sapidus is itself targeted by hyperparasite. Again, I'm sorry, but... <laughs> I'm just going to not. The most harmful parasites may be the microsporotin, amazine, microlyse, the amobia, Paramobia, Parasynchalysa, and, oh, Jesus Christ, which, ca which causes bitter crab disease. I'm sorry, but there's some things even I can't pronounce with my stuttery-ass boy. Eggs of sea sapidus hatch in high salinity waters of inlets, coastal waters, and mouths of rivers are carried to the ocean by ebb tides. During seven planktonic zoel stages, blue crabs' larvae float near the surface and feed on microorganisms they encounter. After the eighth zoel phase, larvae molt into megalope. These larval forms have small claws called cellophids for grasping prey items. Megalope selectively migrate upward into the water columns as tides travel landward toward Astoris. Eventually, blue crabs arrive in the brackish water, where they spend the majority of their life. Chemical cues and insurine water prompt met metamorphosis to the juvenile phase, after which blue crabs appear similar to the adult form. Blue crabs grow by shedding their exoskeleton, or molting, to expose a new, larger exoskeleton. After it hardens, the new shell fills with body tissue. Shell hardening occurs most quickly in low salinity waters where high osmosis pressure allows the shell to become rigid soon after molting. Molting reflects only incremental growth, making age estimation difficult. For blue crabs, the number of molts in a lifetime is fixed at approximately 25. Females typically exhibit 18 molts after the larval stage, which post-larval males molt about 20 times. Male blue crabs tend to grow broader and have more acentulated larval spines than females. Growth and molting are profoundly influenced by temperature and food availability. Higher temperatures and greater food resources decrease the period of time between molts as well as the change in size during molts.
salinity, and disease also have subtle impacts on the molting and growth rate. Molting occurs more rapidly in slow salinity environments. The high osmosis pressure gradient causes water to quickly diffuse into, into a soft, recently molted blue crab shell, allowing it to harden more quickly. The effects of diseases and parasites on growth and molting are less well understood, but in many cases have been observed to reduce growth between molts. For example, mature female blue crabs infected with a parasite Rhizophyllan barnacle, Loxophyllus tenaisus, appear extremely stunted in growth when compared to uninfected mature females. Blue crab may reach maturity within one year of hatching in the Gulf of Mexico, while Chesapeake Bay crabs may take up to 18 months to mature. As a result of different growth rates, commercial and recreational crabbing occur during year-round in the Gulf of Mexico, while crabbing seasons are closed in colder parts of the year during in the northern states. Mating and spawning are distinct events in blue crab reproduction. Males may mate several times and undergo no major changes in morphology during the process. Female blue crabs mate only once in their lifetimes during their purbutal and or terminal molt. During this transition, the abdomen changes to form a triangular or semicircular shape. Mating in blue crab is a complex procedure that requires precise timing of mating at the time of the female's intermolal molt. It generally occurs during the warmest months of the year. Prebutal females migrate to the, to the upper reaches of steroids, while males typically reside as adults. To ensure that a male can mate, he will actively seek a receptive female and guard her for up to seven days until she molts, at which time insemination occurs. Crabs complete with each other, individual, er, mate, gar, er, fuck, where was I? Insemination occurs. Crabs complete with other individuals before, during, and after insemination, so mate guarding is very important during rep for reproductive success. After mating, a male must continue to guard the female until her shell has hardened. Inseminated females retain the spermolysis for up to one year, which they use for multiple spawnings in high salinity waters. During spawning, a few females extrudes fertilized eggs onto her swim swimmerets and carries them into a large egg mass, or sponge, while they develop. Females migrate to the mouth of the sturdy to release the larvae, the timing of which is believed to be influenced by light, tide, and lunar cycles. Blue crabs have high phalanti. Females may produce up to 2 million eggs per brood. Migration and reproduction patterns differ between crab populations along the east coast and the Gulf of Mexico. A distinct and large-scale migration occurs in Chesapeake Bay, where C. sipidus undergoes a seasonal migration of up to several hundred miles. In the middle and upper parts of the bay, mating peaks in mid to late summer, while the lower bay there are peaks that in mature or in mating activity during the spring and late summer through the early fall. Changes in salinity and temperatures may impact time of mating because both factors are important during the molting process. After mating, the female crabs travel to the southern portion of Chesapeake, using ebb tides to migrate from areas of low salinity to areas of high salinity, fertilizing her own eggs with sperm stored during her single mating months or almost a year before. Spawning events in the Gulf of Mexico are less pronounced in the asteroids along the east coast. Like the Chesapeake and northern waters of the Gulf of Mexico, spawning occurs in the spring, summer, and fall. 
females generally spawn twice. During the spawning, females migrate to high salinity waters to develop a sponge. They return inland after hatching their larvae. They develop their second spongy inland and again migrate to the high salinity waters to hatch the second sponge. After this, they typically do not re-enter the estuary. Blue crabs along the southernmost coast of Texas may spawn year-round. Commercial fisheries for sea sapodus exist along much of the Atlantic Ocean in the United States and in much of the Gulf of Mexico. Although the fishery has been historically centered in Chesapeake Bay, contributions from other locals, lo lo localities is increasing in importance. In the past two decades, the majority of commercial crab has been landed in four states, Maryland, Virginia, North Carolina, and Louisiana. Weight and value of the harvest since 2000 are listed below. Year 2000, Maryland 31, Virginia 24, North Carolina 37, Louisiana 34, National 164. 2001, Maryland 35, Virginia 26, North Carolina 32, Louisiana 32, National 158. 2002, Maryland 30, Virginia 21, North Carolina 33, Louisiana 31, National 147. As you can see, it decreases. History of the Crab Fishery As early as the 1600s, blue crab was an important food item in the Native Americans and European settlers in the Chesapeake Bay area. Soft and hard blue crabs were not as valuable as fish, but gained regional popularity by the 1700s. Throughout their their range, crabs were also effective bait type for hook and line fisheries. Rapid perishing limited the limited distribution and hindered the growth of fishery. Advances in the refrigeration techniques in the late 1800s and early 1900s increased demand for blue crab na nationwide. The early blue crab fishery along the Atlantic coast was casual and reproductive because blue crabs were extremely abundant. In the lower Chesapeake Bay, crabs were even considered a nuisance species because they frequently clogged the nets of seen, of seen fishermen. Early on, the blue crab fisheries of the Atlantic states were well documented. Atlantic states were the first to regulate the fishery, particularly in Chesapeake states. For example, after observing a slight decline in harvest, the fishing commissions of Virginia and Maryland put size limits into place in 1912 and 1917 respectively. Catch per unit effort at all time was determined by packaging, houses, or crab processing plants. The early history of the recreational blue crab fishery in Gulf of Mexico is well, not well known. Commercial crabbing was first reported in the Gulf of Mexico in 1880. Early crab fishermen used long-handled dip nets and drop nets among their other simple fishing gear types to trap crabs at night. Blue crabs spoiled quickly, which limited distribution and hindered the growth of the fishery several decades. The first commercial processing plant in Louisiana opened in Morgan City, 1924. Other plants opened soon after, although commercial processing of hard blue crabs was not widespread until World War II. Louisiana now has the world's largest blue crab fishery. Commercial harvests in the state account for over half of all landings in the Gulf of Mexico. The industry was not commercialized for interstate commerce until the 1990s, when supply markedly decreased in Maryland due to problems in Chesapeake Bay. Since then, Louisiana has steadily increased its harvest. 
In 2002, Louisiana harvested 22% of the nation's blue crab. That number has risen to 26% by 2009 and 28% by 2012. The vast majority of Louisiana crabs are shipped to Maryland, where they are sold as Chesapeake, or Maryland's crab. Louisiana's harvest remained high in 2013, with 17,557 metric tons of blue crab valued at $51 million. In addition to, com to commercial harvesting, recreational crabbing is very popular among Louisiana's coast. The Chesapeake Bay has had the largest blue crab harvest for more than a century. Maryland and Virginia are usually the top two Atlantic coastal states in the annual landing, followed by North Carolina. In 2013, the crab landings were valued at 18.7 million from Maryland waters and 16.1 from, from Virginia. Although crab populations are currently declining, blue crab fishery in Maryland and Virginia remain a livelihood for thousands of coastal residents. As of 2001, Maryland and Virginia collectively have 4,816 commercial crab license holders. Three separate licenses are required for each of the three major jurisdictional areas, Maryland, Potomac River, and Virginia waters. While the Bay's commercial sector lands the majority of hard crab landings and nearly all peeler or soft crab landings, the recreational fishery is also significant. In 2013, an estimated 3.9 million pounds of blue crab were harvested recreationally. Blue crab populations naturally fluctuate with annual changes in environmental conditions. They have been described as having a long-term dynamic equilibrium, which was first noted after irregular landings data in Chesapeake in 1950. This tendency may have made it difficult for managers to predict the severe decline in the Chesapeake blue crab populations. Once considered an overwhelming abundant, abundant annoyance, the declining blue crab population is now the subject of anxiety among fishermen and managers. Over the decade between the mid-1990s and 2004, the population fell from 900 million to around 300 million, and the harvest weight fell from 52,000 tons or 115 million pounds to 28,000 tons or 62 million pounds. Revenue fell further from 72 million to 61 million. Long-term st estimates say that the overall Chesapeake population decreased approximately 70 percent in the last few decades. Even more alarming, the number of females capable of reproducing, known as spawning-age females, have plummeted 84 percent in just a few decades. Survival and addition of juveniles to the harvestable crab population is also low. Many factors are to blame for low blue crab numbers, including high fishing pressure, environmental de uh, degrading, and disease prevalence. In 2018, reduction in H2B bias available for seasonal workers is affecting Maryland's 20 crab processors, which typically employ about 500 foreign workers. However, the effect this will have on the crab fishery is not yet clear. Many types of gear have been used to catch blue crab along the Atlantic and Blue Gulf coasts. Initially, people used very simple techniques and gear, which included hot hand lines, dip nets, and push nets, among a variety of other gear types. The trot line, a, a, a long baited twine set in waters 50, 10, 5 to 15 t feet deep, with a major gear type used in the commercially to target hard crabs. Use of the commercial trot lines is now mostly limited to the, tri to the tribal areas of Chesapeake Bay, 
In the Gulf of Mexico, trout line use dramatically declined after intervention of the crab pot in 1938. Crab pots are rigid box-like traps made of hexagonal or square wire mesh. They possess between two and four funnels that extend into the trap, with the smaller end of the funnel inside the trap. A central compartment made of small wire mesh holds bait. Crabs attracted by odor and plumes in the water, often a fishy oil, oily fish, enter the trap through the funnels and cannot escape. Well, that was the Chesapeake Blue Crab. Thank you all for watching. I appreciate it. Stay crabbing, my guys. Now then, goodbye.